you know more about what matters in your life because you listen to the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jenna Barr. 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923, AM 1620. The opinions expressed on this edition of Pensacola Expert Panel are not necessarily those of News Radio 923, AM 1620, but rather the opinions of the sponsor, UWF Alumni Association. Good morning. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. I'm Jenna Barr. Would love to hear from you this morning if you have a question for our experts on the panel, which I'll introduce in just a moment. 850-437-1620. Do you know about the UWF Foundation? Do you know that we have that within our community? We have our incredible University of West Florida. Um, and Robin, you can probably tell me how many students are currently enrolled at UWF, I bet. Or Rob, they're, they're hand motioning. I'll let y'all work that out. <laughs> We're good. We have around 17,000 students awesome. right now. That is so awesome. And we're seeing it continue to grow each year. Oh, definitely. Yep. And we will have our graduation on Saturday. So we will get to add some more to our alumni network as well. Excellent, um, which is very important because a part of the alumni network comes the UWF Foundation, correct? And within that, we also have the UWF Historic Trust. Uh, so, of course, let me go ahead and introduce our experts today. We have Robin Zimmern with UWF Foundation, as well as Robert I, you may call you Robert or Rob. What Either's, do you want? Either's fine. Robbie. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Rob's fine. <laughs> Rob, Rob Overton. Um, and we have met before and I realized, I was like, I know you from somewhere. We have met in person. And of course, uh, you're with the UWF Historic Trust, which is a part of bringing us some of the best museums I've ever been in and interactive per se, right? When it comes to not just giving the kids museum, the children's <laughs> museum, we also have interaction when it comes to our historic village. Yes. So um, before we go any further, uh, is there anything special happening within the historic village, um, the Pensacola historic village downtown uh, during the holiday season? Well, every day is a special day at the museums down there. We have the village, uh, some decorations up and some lights. And then this year, we have sort of partnered with uh, Winterfest. And they have set up their Cajun Christmas, Papa Noel and uh, Cajun Christmas there in our historic village. They're actually using our kitchen house, uh, reproduction colonial kitchen house that has the open fire as the headquarters for Papa Noel. And there are actually... They're running around with uh, alligators and interacting with people during Winterfest. And so we have some of our staff down there, too. That's some kind of partnership. You know, COVID makes us do reach out and, and, and find different ways and something that we've done a little different. And it's ver working very well. Oh, very fun. So that's something for somebody to do it this is. holiday season. Kids are getting out of school at the end of next week when it comes to our public schools, right, and some of our private schools as well. So looking for something to do to entertain the kids and educate them, continue that education. That's yeah. something awesome. I love that. It's fun, too. Yes. Um, okay, and so I want to back up just a little bit, and if you have a question or you maybe you don't know about the UWF Foundation, which we're going to share in just a moment, 850-437-1620 is the number to text. Um, our text line is open. So, Robin, why don't you share about the UWF Foundation, the history, how it came to be, and what 
you aim to accomplish within the foundation? Absolutely. So the UWF Foundation um, is there to support all of the work of the university. Obviously, our number one piece of that is scholarships for students. That is you know, the main goal, the main business of the university. But as we're kind of talking about today, one of the big pieces that helps to make the university what it is and so special, and especially to the Pensacola community, is the UWF Historic Trust. So the UWF Historic Trust falls within the foundation, um, and that encompasses all of our downtown properties, Arcadia Mill, which is in Milton, the Pensacola Museum of Art, the Pensacola Children's Museum, all of those pieces as well. Um, my job within the foundation is to help get community support and fundraising for those entities um, and then working with Rob on kind of keeping up to date and getting the community involved in any ways of all the great things going on downtown. Excellent. Very good. So what are some things that could jog somebody's memory that the foundation has done with uh, within um, the historic trust? People go, oh, that's because of you guys that we were able to enjoy this or be able to do that. I can add to that. Uh, if you've gone down to the Historic Trust, the Historic Properties downtown over the last few years, you know, uh, well, a few years ago we did an interpretive master plan, which made some improvements to our downtown properties. And we actually, with the goal of making the historic properties that we get to manage on behalf of the community work harder for this community. And so that mu Museum Plaza, which was created about five years ago, that was done not using any state dollars. It was all dollars that were donated that came through the university's foundation, that the foundation went out and worked with people, matched people who were interested in doing something like that with us, and we were able to talk about the plans, talk about what the needs were. And so we had multiple donors, the different parts of that plaza. You've got the plaza itself, but there's, a there's an early learning playground that's connected with it that uh, the Studer family help support. There's a uh, outdoor education pavilion stage that another family helped support. We've got the uh, uh, Rose Gardens storytelling circle that was an Impact 100 project. So all of that worked through the foundation to go out and we did the project and they helped us find the partners that would help us pay for it. Fiesta Five Flags is a great partner that helped do the, some of the lighting on the museums downtown. So those are some more no noticeable ones that you would see with the Historic Trust. Uh, we've also had some help in the past with a lot of exhibits that we've done. Uh, they've gone out and found people to help sponsor. Fiesta's been a big sponsor with some of our local history exhibits, specifically talking about uh, things that we talked about with the Luna expedition that's there. So that's kind of how it happens. We do the, we're out doing the history, we're doing the research, we've got the artifacts and the how to pay for those things that we need to do and the graphics and all those has been a great partnership with the foundation who goes and connects us with the donor. We have a future project that's coming up, uh, Museum of Industry down at the, on Zaragoza and, and uh, Tarragona Street right there with, with the train in front of it, the yes. white building. Uh, we had a donor that at the end of last year um, made arrangements for uh, to fund a covering for that train. We've been doing some restoration work on that train for this donor, and uh, her concern was is we're restoring the train, but it's still sitting out in the weather. So we have plans. Uh, we're working on trying to finalize the plans and get them to the architecture review board and get them to the get the permitting done. But but to put a cover on that over that train, completely covering it, so you'd have a covered area making the train accessible for people more easily to get on and, and go through the caboose there. Yeah. And then changing the entrance to that museum a little bit with a covering and a better ADA uh, handicap ramp going up and those things. But all that was done through a donor who was contacted and worked, we matched us up with, the foundation matched us up with. So 
Sorry, Robin. No, that was great. <laughs> I was going to say, I know we were mentioning the holidays and your yeah. kids and the Children's Museum. And one of my personal favorite exhibits, which is a great example of kind of these partnerships, is the Publix exhibit in the Pensacola Children's Museum. If you've not been there, bring your kids. It is about the cutest thing you've ever seen. It is they a love miniature it. grocery oh my store complete with miniature grocery carts. You can, there's a place you can get meats and get your groceries. You can check out. There's a little credit card swipe thing. They can put on the Publix aprons. It is absolutely adorable to see little kids playing in there and that was all in thanks to the public's foundation who donated the money to put on that exhibit so that's a really cool thing and that is a big way that we are able to update our exhibits is with that community support that's awesome yeah we have really cool things that get updated in our downtown area and somebody had a question and if you do have a question we are hanging out robin zimmern and rob overton are here with the uwf foundation we're talking more specifically with the historic trust and i I love that you shared all the things we get to enjoy because of the foundation and because of the the historic trust through the foundation um somebody was wondering if old pensacola village is within the historic trust it is Um, uh, the Historic Trust makes up 32 historic properties downtown. Now, Robin mentioned we have the Milton site, the Arcadia Mill site, yes. and that's a separate 40-acre site. But 32 historic properties, about nine acres of downtown, that spans from Plaza Ferdinand, uh, where the Pensacola Museum of History, the old city hall, faces, all the way down to where Old Christ Church faces Seville Square. Um, the Historic Village is part of that. We sort of break up how we describe our operation with the History Museum, the Art Museum, the Children's Museum, and historic Pensacola Village and so the houses and the buildings that make that up. Very good. If you have another question, 850-437-1620. I love what you were talking about with the historic train. Uh, Do you have a little bit more history to share about that, especially because we're going, you're trying to go to Langston to protect it. Is there a historical meaning, value to it when it comes to our community? It is, and I'm going to have to do all this from memory. So if I don't have the dates exactly right. (laughs) That's okay. Old Number 12, as, as it was called, actually started out in St. Louis, Missouri as a coal train and was purchased in the late 1800s by the city of Birmingham, by the Deborderline Coal Company in Birmingham to move coal in Birmingham, and finally was purchased by the T.R. Miller Lumber Company over in Bruton. And it ran lumber around their yard and sometimes bringing lumber down to the port here in Pensacola. The Historic Trust acquired it from the T.R. Miller Lumber Company um, back in the 70s and brought it and uh, back, I'm sorry, back in the 80s and had it put there and tried and did some restoration work. Now that's been a number of years. Um, the train is what they call a 2-4-T. Uh, it is a steam engine, but it has a smaller stack, so it was actually a coal-burning steam engine and not the old wood-burning ones that have the big fat stack on them. Those are wood-burning. So that's what little bit I know about it. I used to know more. Very cool. All right. Hey, just a reminder, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. It's 10.47. I love learning more about, you know, how we get to enjoy these amazing, um, I, I say they're, their essentials to our community because it helps obviously with history that's why it's the historic trust uh but i want to talk a little bit too about people getting involved within the uwf foundation so we can continue on um almost like a legacy for pensacola and for uwf and how you have 
become a staple in our community, the University of West Florida. Um, but how do people go about becoming, do they have to become members? Is it a monthly donation? Is it a one-time donation? Are you looking to just specifically raise money for the cover for that beautiful train downtown? All of the above. <laughs> That's Everything. the easiest answer. We need we, all of it. Yes. Anything. Uh, one-time donations are great. Uh, coming down and getting involved as a volunteer. We have a lot of volunteers that come and spend and give us their time. Uh, we also have a membership program. You can do a membership, an individual membership, for as little as fifty dollars a year, and that gets you access that no ticket for the museums for the entire year. You get invited to our exhibit openings and any special functions. You get our member newsletter that comes out every other month, uh, discounts in the store, all sorts of things, discounts at other museums nationally. Uh, those levels go up. We have, we have the individuals, but we do families. We do Family Plus, which has some additional benefits. And then you get beyond that, you can become a supporter, which is a membership, but also you're giving a little above and beyond the membership, and that money goes straight back into helping us do our operations. So those are the easier things. Um, we've got special projects that come up uh, that help. The other thing that you can help, help with is uh, we from time to time have fundraisers mm -hmm. and coming and participating in the fundraiser and the fundraisers are something that you would enjoy our next fundraiser that's coming up is going to be january 15th and we're going to do a bootleggers ball at the museum of commerce spirits of the speakeasy uh in 1919 the uh 18th amendment to the u.s constitution was passed which banned the sale and distribution of alcohol and it took effect in 1920 beginning prohibition Prohibition lasted for thir 13 years. In 1933, the 21st Amendment, amendment uh, canceled, uh, negated that, and ended prohibition. But uh, we were going to do this bootlegger ball last year in January of 2020, which would have been the beginning of prohibition. But, of course, COVID sort of stopped us from doing those things. So we're doing this bootleggers ball, celebrate the one we're now one year into prohibition because it actually took effect January 17, 1920. So we're going to, our event's going to be January 15th, 17th on a Monday. Nobody wants to do an event on a Monday, but right. we're going to do the okay. 15th. Yes. Uh, and that's a ticket event, but that's a fundraiser event. Yep. And Robin's been working on that. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Like uh, Rob said at the Museum of Commerce, 1920s theme. So bring out your flapper dresses and your zoot suits and we're going to have a really, really good time. So as Rob said, the tickets are available on our website. If you just go to historicpensacola.org and search bootleg ball, you can find those. And that's going to be really, really fun. That's awesome. And you mentioned, did you mention um, this fundraiser is specifically going to the Historic Trust? It does. <clears throat> the Historic Trust, which um, part of this includes the Art Museum, and we've got some help from the Pensacola Art Museum's Guild. That's another way to be involved. Uh, so there, we're going to direct a half, about half of the funding specifically earmarked for Art Museum activities and the other half for the Historic Trust in general. Oh, that's, that's really cool. And our Art Museum, correct me if I'm wrong, I've I've gone to it, but I've, I've gone on gallery night too, where I can take my kids in. There's like a lot of interaction too, where you can go in and get lessons on top of that signing up, if I'm if I'm right. You're absolutely right. You know, the art museum's in the old jail. So you yes. go in and you see all these bars and things, and this whole concrete building downtown. Um, we do art lessons during special events, but we also do after school art lessons during school time. We do summer camps, art camps that are very busy. Uh, we ha even have a few parents night out 
that's coming up where you can drop your children off. There's a small fee. I think we charge you way too little, maybe 25 mm -hmm. bucks. And they do art lessons and a movie and some snacks, and you get to go spend the next four hours or so out in the town, either shopping or dining or something, and you come back and pick your children up. So it's a great. The kids have a great time. They do. What? That is so cool. I love those events, and I love that. Um, organizations make that possible because some parents they don't get out very often they don't they can't afford to pay a babysitter you know like the the big amount because it's worth paying them but I do appreciate that um, and you said when was that coming up uh, we have to look at the website I don't know the exact date uh, we just had one I think we have one more between now and Christmas um, okay uh, but our website is is uh, you can go to historicpensacola.org or pensacolamuseumofart.org all righty. That's something to look forward to. I like that. Um, hey, if you're just tuning in, Robin Zimmern and Rob Overton have joined me there with the UWF Foundation. Rob has been sharing a lot about the UWF Historic Trust, and I just appreciate it more. I feel like we're just like keep like pulling things out of the bag. Like this is a Mary Poppins <laughs> kind of moment. We're like, what else do you do? What else happens? Okay, a train, art. Um, so I are there any other things, any other programs that people can be aware of through the Historic Trust? I think one thing that's been really exciting that Rob and I have worked on a lot has been the murals that you may see around town. So they're called the Pop Murals. And they yes. are awesome. They're so cool. They're all historic photographs that people have found within the archives of the Historic Trust. And those are also a perfect example of the community really coming and supporting them. The buildings that those are on the cost of putting that mural up was donated by the person that owns that building. So obviously they've donated their space. And they also donate the cost to do that. And then they partner with us and we help find appropriate pictures to put on there and work with the um, DRB to make sure things can be approved and get all that stuff set up. But it's a really, really cool way to spread that awareness of the culture and the history of Pensacola throughout the downtown area and it adds a lot of texture downtown it reminds people of the history that this community the wonderful history this community has and you know a lot of the images show buildings that aren't there anymore mm -hmm. i know the old train station but a lot of them show scenes with a lot of people in it and uh, it's it was a great project that we were able to work on and we are still adding to those i think at present we have seven murals mm -hmm. or is it eight murals downtown now of the historic murals and our goal is to try to get at least throughout this next beginning in 2022 at least a few more so we can round that out at a dozen uh mm -hmm. we're also working with other groups we're trying to do like a mural trail so there's a little interpretive trail that you can go and you get some information about what the images are very cool i believe we talked about this a little bit um last week with deja dowdell and play pensacola how you can pretty much go online and find the map and just take a walk through the downtown and yes. get to look at all the different murals and um I think that's I, I really like that because it gets you moving number one we like we like healthy we like exercise uh, but also I'm looking at some of the murals and they're really really pretty I and yeah they're historic and you get to kind of see these little little nuggets of Pensacola yes. old Pensacola um, all right so we have a few minutes left it's about 1055 here on the Pensacola expert panel we're talking the UWF Historic Trust, um, and if you don't know, some of the best things that we get to enjoy in our downtown area are because 
of the trust. Um, also, if we take a look back into what was it? Has it was it summer? I don't know. This year is kind of a blur where we get we got to do the bicentennial. Yes, the two hundredth anniversary we did in which was July seventeenth uh, this past year it was huge. We had almost three thousand people downtown that one day, and a flyover by the navy. Uh, some of the navy pilots. It was incredible, and that's through the trust. We get to enjoy things in like partnership that. Partnership with the city and the county, a lot of yes. other people, but it, it it was hosted on the museum plaza the museum that we plaza. talked about. Yes, I love that. All right, so if we have individuals um, in our community that want to be a part of this and continue on um, this legacy, how do they go about donating? Um, do if they have questions, can they reach out to someone to ask those questions? They can uh, call our office number if you want to talk to the historic trust and got que have questions. It's eight five zero five nine five five nine eight five. Um, you can ask for me. You can ask for Robin. Her office, She has an office down there, too. The other thing you can do is go on our website. Uh, we have uh, information about memberships. We have information about volunteering. Uh, we have information that you, you can just do the email there and send any question you want. It, it gets to me, uh, and we can answer those. So if nothing else, come down to the museum and walk up to the front desk and go, I'd like to talk to somebody about whatever, and uh, they will make that happen i'll get a phone call or somebody will get a phone call and we can connect you with the person if you want to come and do research if you've got something you've got questions about just come on down i love that you mentioned volunteer yes. what are a couple of things in the next um, minute before we close out um that volunteers get to do to be a part of this well we have volunteers in all areas uh, a number of them come we have a few that come down and put on the, the living history uh costuming or clothing yes. and go out and actively do projects in our historic village whether it's woodworking whether it's candle making or or just mm -hmm. in talking with people and helping garden uh, we have volunteers that work in our archives going through those historic photographs and trying to identify those and, and working on our library and interacting with the public and scanning and digitizing we have volunteers that sit at our visitor service desk and sell tickets and and give information out to people uh, and then we have volunteers that work with our collections team that help go through and catalog some of our artifacts and help move things around and do some of our exhibit work uh, just any sort of area we even have volunteer uh, gardeners that come in and help with our historic gardens so that's so lots cool of, lots of opportunities lots of opportunities so if you want to get involved I, I think that's great I love that volunteers get to be a part of that so then the money can continue to go into our community yes. um, and you mentioned before um, that we do have all these amenities to enjoy uh, the Pensacola Village get downtown this time of year especially it's already so magical mm -hmm. and then to be able to go into our historic village and, and experience that because it is interactive like you mentioned because of uh, the amazing volunteers and the work that you do Rob um, and then also you mentioned Robin about the Children's Museum. Don't forget that. The kids are going to be out of school soon. Go ahead and get them to enjoy. They all want to push the cart at the shopping, <laughs> like the, the supermarket, right? They all want to push the cart. They all want to put the cart in the machine. They want to grow up too fast. That's what it is. But let them be little and have some fun. Um, you said the Publix Foundation um, helped put this into our Children's Museum. So get out there and just enjoy our downtown, especially the, the historic village. We, we appreciate the UWF Historic Trust, the UWF Foundation for what y'all do, not just for the students, but for us as well to continue to enjoy our amazing Pensacola area. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, hey, I look forward to getting an update and hearing more. So go online. Uh, what is the website? One more time, Robin. Oh, historicpensacola.org. 
All right. Excellent. Well, we will talk to y'all soon. Hey, join me tomorrow morning. Jesse Lacoste joins us at 9 a.m. We'll talk to you then. News, talk, traffic, and weather. News Radio.